I'm sure you noticed this. I don't not sure you noticed this story over the weekend. I certainly noticed this story over the weekend. Tom Brady's retirement in early February may have been come as a bit of a surprise. I mean, he nearly found a way back in that conference uh, or back into the conference championships in that divisional playoff game against the LA Rams, almost leading them back to a win. But he didn't. So you figured, okay, he'd won a Super Bowl the year before. Maybe it was time for him to go. He's got a family. Um, he's 44. He'd won everything you'd want to win. He'd had the kind of career that you can't possibly be unhappy to close the book on. So maybe now it was time. Well, apparently not, because just 40 days later, yesterday to be exact, he unretired. Brady said Sunday he's returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a 23rd season. The seven-time Super Bowl champ announced his decision on Twitter and Instagram, saying he had, quote, unfinished business. Here's how he explained it. These past two months, I've realized my place is still in the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. Note supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. One person you may feel a little sorry for tonight uh, is that person who bought that ball. Someone spent $518,000 on a football that was meant to be Brady's last career touchdown pass to Mike Evans. So we don't know what happens to that. On a more serious note, though, what is it that leads pro athletes, especially ones who clearly can still play, like Tom Brady, it wasn't a question of injuries, he could still play the game even at 44 at the highest level, what leads pro athletes, even ones as remarkable as Tom Brady, to decide to call it a day? And then what drives some of them, not many, but some of them, to change their minds? Now, often it can take some time watching a full season, not being part of it, even watching part of a season, not being part of it. But just 40 days, that's awfully quick. So what gives? To help answer that question, I'm joined by Dr. Scott Goldman. He's a sports psychologist to the Golden State Warriors of the NBA. He's worked with a number of pro teams in the NFL, including the Detroit Lions. Dr. Goldman, thanks for being here. Oh, it's an honor. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Thank you for having me. It's kind of the talk of the sports world right now, but how surprised were you given given where you where you look at this from uh, that Tom Brady made this decision and made it so quickly? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those situations where you're surprised and yet at the same time, you're not surprised. Why would that be? I mean, I, 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 I think everyone was like, hmm, he really could. I mean, I watched him play against the Rams last year in the playoffs. He really could play again. Um, so what do you think? led to his decision to very publicly retire and then his decision very soon after to very publicly not. Yeah. So the one thing that I'm always cautious about as a psychologist is I try not to talk about um, people's motives right. because I don't know, like I don't know them. And if I didn't know them, then I wouldn't be able to talk about it. So uh, I, I just always want to be cautious and respectful because I think there are plenty in our industry that have no problem putting into you know, being the voice or putting thoughts into other people's heads kind of thing. So I just want to be respectful there. Uh, With that said, and and I do want to answer your question. um, One of the things that I do, like when I do the NFL draft, which I've done for the last 10 years, is I, I always like to ask quarterbacks, like, why are they willing to get hit? And so I think that becomes a paramount question because it's a really painful position for a lot of different reasons, not just physical, but also psychological. And so, you know, trying to understand why someone's willing to get hit 
And when I worked in the NFL, one of the things that I knew talking with the quarterbacks that were on the teams that I worked with was as they got older, um, the amount of recovery it took after they got hit on Sundays took longer and longer and longer. So there's a part of me that wonders. And again, like I said, I don't know Tom Brady. And if I did, I wouldn't be talking about him. But there's a part of me that wonders if his body was really hurting at the end of the season. And now that we're, you know, kind of a month or two away from him getting hit by anyone, his body's starting to feel a little bit better. And then that competitive fire is starting to kind of chirp in his ear. When you talk just in general terms, how difficult is it for someone um, in a situation like Tom Brady found himself in where he could easily retire and he's accomplished just about anything any professional athlete would ever hope to accomplish in a sport. Uh, he's still obviously capable of playing the game at the top level, but at the same time, he could also go out on a high at this point in time. And this, I would imagine, applies to athletes broadly. How difficult is it to make that decision when you feel like, hmm, I could probably still do this? Yeah, I, well, it, this is where um, it almost becomes like, what's that phrase, like first world problems, right? So right. you talk to most people who work a nine to five grind of a job and they go, man, I just, I would love to retire. If I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd retire. What's interesting is having talked with a plethora of athletes who have retired young, as well as some, um, you know, CEOs and uh, executives outside of the world of athletics, just the corporate world. One of the things that's interesting is when you retire young, it's almost kind of like, be careful what you wish for. So people who have extremely busy, stressful, intense lives are like, man, I just wish I could retire. And then all of a sudden they get the opportunity and it becomes a pretty uncomfortable feeling because, you know, I think Freud had this great quote, we should all have something to love and something to do. And when you retire, all of a sudden, the things to do, like that to-do list, it, it really drops significantly. So you know, the first month you, you recover, and then the second month you start to kind of go, wow, it's amazing how much freedom I have. And then the third month you're like, should I like rearrange um, the spice rack by alphabetizing the, the, the spice? Like you start to kind of figure out, well, what am I supposed to do with myself? And I think for, in the world of athletics, especially professional athletics, um, they're so young and it's been such a large part of their identity that it becomes this idea of going, well, I'm just not sure what else to do right now. So they kind of go back towards the familiar. Again, I'm curious that the one thing I was curious about is what sort of unique pressures um, does an athlete coming out of retirement, even a brief of retirement, what sort of unique pressures do they face? Yeah. So I think, you know, there's a membrane that you cross, a threshold that you cross when you transition away from sport. And I think uh, that membrane, that threshold, it's not meant to be punctured repeatedly. Once you've crossed it, you've crossed it. Now, can it be undone? Clearly, and it is right now. Um, but there's only so many times you can kind of undo it. And I say that because the majority of the time, the reasons that lead someone to retire still exist. Many of those reasons still exist. It's just they might not be as loud phase that they're in when it's out of season. So the real question is when um, 
like let's say a quarterback is in the middle of a season and they're getting hit and they're getting hit really hard and it's taking them more and more time to recover. Like, eh, you know, they don't throw on Monday, Tuesday's player Wednesday. They still maybe take another day off. Like it's, does it take until you kind of feel back to being capable of going out there and getting hit again? Uh, I had one quarterback that I was working with as he was getting older. Like it just used to be able to bounce right back on Monday. And then every year it was like another day uh, to help him longer be pain-free or feel less pain. So it was a little bit verbose, but I guess the way that I would phrase this is, or say it is like the middle of the season, if, getting hit was one of the reasons or the fact that being in pain for so long is one of the reasons that led someone to transition away from sport. Well, that's still going to exist in this upcoming year. And does that impact the way your teammates and your opponents view you from a sports, from a sports psychology aspect? It definitely impacts the way your opponents view you because I've been in those meetings where the defense starts showing that quarterback uh, start to duck, start to make bad throws. Like, hey, if we get to this guy early, if we hit him pretty hard early, it might change the course of the game. Similarly, on offense, it becomes a more um, awesome responsibility, like especially on the offensive line. Like, hey, we got to make sure that we keep our guy's jersey clean. So I think it has a huge impact knowing that this person may be um, you know, one or two hits away. Like, again, I go back to um, the ambivalence of retirement. We go, ah, should I do it? Should I not do it? The ambivalence of retirement is a really hard space for an individual and the people around that individual to negotiate. Because when things don't go well, you're going, hey, is this guy going to retire? Is this person going to retire kind of thing? And perhaps that's true, even of someone who's defied the odds as often uh, as Tom Brady. Dr. Scott Goldman, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate the conversation.